Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another, I guess, TV season review for a documentary. This is for the Harry and Meghan Netflix documentary, which got released recently. I watched it over Christmas and whatnot, and I'm here to do my review and discussion for this. Obviously, this is much different for me to approach as opposed to our normal, you know, scripted seasons of comedy and drama that we tend to usually review and discuss and that type of thing. Uh, I'm your host Matthew and um, yeah this this isn't going to be the this isn't the nicest thing to review or to discuss but it's one of the uh, more important things which brings me straight to our rating system. Usually what we do now I'm not going to I'm not going to apply our rating system to this documentary because it just it just isn't working the the same way it doesn't work the same way with this i know that we did use it for our welcome to wrexham review but even that was different to what this is so uh, usually we have strong must see must see don't skip possible skip skip and a hard skip um i'm gonna actually label this what you've already seen from the title i'm gonna label this as important viewing rather than like must see you've got to watch this sort of thing um because I, I finished watching these six episodes, and I thought, okay, do do I just type Harry and Meghan Netflix documentary review? Which I could have done, obviously, but I wanted to be a little bit more creative than that. And I thought, nah, this, it, it, it wouldn't sit right to put must-see, you know, Harry and Meghan Netflix documentary. So I'm going to label this as important viewing instead. I think that makes um, more sense, at least it makes sense to me. Um, so yeah, six episodes, we got them in two volumes, I watched them in one go, basically, uh, but of course I heard about all the uh, drama unfolding as these episodes were coming out. Uh, we've got a fair bit to talk about. Um, where do I want to start? Because I, I, need, I need to talk about the, obviously talk about Harry and Meghan themselves, what happened to them, the severity of what happened to them, the royal family, the British press, um... Racism, sexism, misogyny. Uh, obviously, talk about how things have gone badly on Harry's side and Meghan's side, and you know, a- as a couple. Uh, where do I want to start with this? Um, yeah, I thought this highlighted, re- really highlighted the issue, at least for me, a bit more. Um, now, there's been a few things they've released so far, and I know that he did. Uh, Harry did the ITV interview recently i've not seen that they did the oprah interview what was that a couple of years ago i've not seen that but i've only seen this one so this is the only one i'm going to talk about obviously i I know about certain quotes and things like that that have come out from harry and come out from megan and different things like that um see the the differences with the situation like this because sometimes you can get a good reading on a situation a real world situation like this just from reading headlines and from reading you know, um, quotes and things like that. Obviously, people can be misquoted on certain things. Context can be missing. Um, I went into this documentary having a fairly good idea about, not necessarily what would be spoken about, but um, how it would be spoken about. Uh, I knew, obviously, what the situation was going to be spoken about, which is what happened to to Harry and Meghan. But... um, and I already had my eyes open to this thing. I'm very much aware, well aware of how the British media, British press works. Um, somewhat 
aware of how the royal family works. I say somewhat because it's still a, just a, a mystery as to like their function. Um, there was some information in here that I didn't know about, which which was useful, and which was interesting. Um, I'm very glad that Harry and Meghan did this, but um, th this made the picture like I, I had an idea in my mind of how this had gone, and it had pretty much gone ninety five percent of the way I th I thought it had. But there was information and context and situations that. I wasn't like completely fully aware of or like little bits of information that got put into this that like added to the idea that I had of the situation and sort of gave me a clearer idea of that. So just on that basis, if you want like a clearer idea of the situation, I, I would have this as like important viewing. I'm going to just run this as a just a plain sort of like review discussion because there isn't really like spoiler territory here a bit like with the welcome to rex and thing like I'm not, I'm not telling you about like you know character deaths or plot twists you know this is this is real world people that we're talking about so i'm just gonna just keep chatting so uh we'll take a break at some point in, in a bit but i'm just gonna keep chatting about uh what this was all about um so a, a few just kind of like points i want to put out there the royal family is useless British media, press, tabloids, whatever phrase you want to put to them, are not only just disgusting and awful and terrible, I'd throw the word evil in there. Like, there's some things that get revealed in this documentary, headlines and, like, how they tried to paint this woman, you know, Meghan Markle, and what the tabloids and press are trying to say about her. That just made me think that those of you that write these types, like you're, you're, you're not just. I mean, you are disgusting, but you're beyond disgusting. You, you're just, you're actually like evil people. And I mean, I already had the idea in my mind that sort of okay, that the British press, media, tabloids, newspaper, whatever, will post anything that they want to. But it, it had even gone like further somehow had gone further than that in this. Um, one particular example, one, one example that just really stuck out in my mind and has not left since, obviously there's a, there's a lot of headlines spoken about in this documentary, is when one of the newspapers or tabloids or whatever you want to call it, to, to me it's all just a big bunch of the same thing, which is just British press, British media, tabloids, whatever you want to call it. When they... When they tried to go as far as connecting this woman to ISIS, I remember when ISIS came up in this documentary, and like if you'd said to me, "Hey, Matt, like British press tried to tie ISIS to a celebrity, and that celebrity was not a British straight white man," I would I would not be surprised. And it didn't surprise me when that particular thing came up. It's just like you know, you know, when you kind of expect something, or you're not surprised by something, but it still kind of just like irks you. It's still sort of like what? It it's still just I'm not I'm not sure what the right word to describe it is. It's not shocking. It's not surprising. Because I'm like, oh yeah, of course, of course they probably you know did that. But you have to think like 
I think I paused the episode at that point and just thought of the... I think that was on episode three or four or something. All of this kind of blended together for me. Um, the severity of that. Like, imagine if I on Entertainment Talk... not Maybe not for a podcast. Let's not use the format of podcast as an example. Let's say tomorrow I post... Because I can still post blog posts because as you as you see in the podcast I still have to write stuff and say hey this podcast is for this and whatever let's say tomorrow morning or whenever this this week and I post let's let's say I posted in a headline who's popular at the moment let's say Kylian, Kylian Mbappe just as an example and I said like oh connections of Kylian Mbappe to ISIS I, I wouldn't have it in me to to, to even well, my brain doesn't doesn't even go there. I'm only able to do that now because I'm in the process of thinking about that kind of title. But imagine being the person that like puts that as a headline, writes you know a a thing for it because you have you know your, your title and then your body of text, and you actually type that out and you think it's okay. And even if you don't fully think it's okay. You, I don't know, maybe you're thinking, okay, I'll get, I'll get paid a nice couple of bucks for this, or however much these people get paid. Too much, probably. And then not only do you, have you written that out, you've actually physically written that out. Um, and then you say, I assume they send it to like a publisher or whoever, and then that person approves it, and then it actually gets printed in the newspaper. Like, that is, that is how far these people are willing to go, and it's just... Yeah, it, it's amazing as well, like there's been so many people, obviously there's been a lot of discussion about all this, um, for for all this time, and there's people out there that are like, oh, you know, if they didn't want the attention, Harry and Meghan, like, why do they keep talking? Well, you, they have to keep talking and they have to keep discussing this because you're not hearing them, um... And there's still new information and still, like, this this thing went on for years. Like, there's probably loads of information and conversations and things like that. So, they've probably still not even fully told their whole story. But for them, okay, you do the Oprah interview. You reveal a couple of things. People still aren't listening. People still hate you. And, I mean, there'll always be people that hate Harry and Meghan, right? That's just always going to be the way that it is. Um, But it's like they're trying to tell people their story you're not listening to what um they have to say or a group of people not listen to what they have to say but they think it's very important that you know and i think it's very important that that you know which is why i'm labeling this as important viewing um and you know you know if it's a case of like oh i just don't really just don't really like them maybe they're just not your cup of tea that's fine um but that's not really quite the situation, is it? I mean, you know, you look at the severity of everything that goes on in this documentary. It's like, no, it, no, it's not just the case of like, ah, we're, we're not really fans of Harry and Meghan. It's like, no, we're going to like be consistently racist. We're going to send paparazzi after this woman. We're going to um, like not really be concerned about even what Harry thinks and, and whatever and... Like oh it's 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 controversial that this that Harry is marrying this woman why is it con- oh what why wait wait a minute why is it controversial oh yeah she's a black woman that's why it's controversial isn't it and it, it's it's like when William was getting married to Kate who by the way I have a much lower opinion of those two as of recently even after this documentary I don't remember any any headlines about like oh should William be marrying Kate you know um 
you know, th- th- there was never any discussion about that. It was like, oh, look, the, a, a nice, like, fancy royal wedding. And everyone was, like, pretty happy about it. That's what I remember from that point anyway. So, um, and then there was like, oh, you know, she's, she's this, this actress. And, um, like, oh, does, is this in, like, royal tradition? <laughs> It's just, it's just absolutely, like, it's just insane, the things that these, these two people went through. Um, just on the Harry side of things as well, because they, they go into, uh, I won't really call it backstory, that's what you say for a fictional character, it goes into his, uh, past, his, his childhood, and obviously what happened to Diana, and how basically the British media, British press, didn't directly kill her, but they were certainly a massive cause in her death, you know, with, with the car crash and everything. Um, and for Harry, he saw, okay, not in the exact same context, but my, um, girlfriend, wife-to-be, fiancé, whatever point it was at, um, is getting harassed in the same way. I'm noticing a repeat pattern, a repeat thing that's going on. I think for most of us, if you realise that the same group of people are doing something that caused... Um, one of your family members to die, you're not just going to ignore that, are you? Um, so the fact that, like, you know, he, he took her away to America and tried to settle life down, they still hunted the, the, the two of them down, um, you know, tried to, tried to, just kept trying to get photos over and over and over again. Um, I think Harry made the, made the right choice. Um, one thing to do with Harry, um, that's, you know, been been making the rounds, and he he talks about this, and I'm glad that he did because I I knew a little bit about the whole um the the Nazi shirt thing, the swastika shirt thing that he wore when he was I think he when he when he was out with his army friends or something. It's not a good thing to do, you know. It's not a good thing to do. I do um I wouldn't say applaud. That's not the right word. I appreciate him being open about that and be like, look, that that was in the past. I am a different man now, and that was a massive mistake. And it it is a stain on his history, a stain on his life. It is like, because anybody at any point can point to him and say like, hey, weren't you the guy that wore the swastika shirt? And he can't deny it. He can't say, no, I didn't. You know, it's a it's a thing that he did in the past. Um, He's clearly a different person now. And I'm, I'm not saying doing what he did is acceptable, but, um, you know, it, it, it's a mistake that he made when he was younger. And he, he he's open about it. He's honest about it. It's not a good thing. It's not a nice thing that he did. It's not an acceptable thing. Um, but something like that, you can't let it, you know, can't let it hold him down for his entire life, you know. Um, that'll always be something that, you know, if something gets posted on social media, or that, there's always the photos of him with that shirt on there out there, and people are always going to use that against him. Um, and, hey, you know, like, like I said earlier about the whole cup of tea thing, if if for you that's completely and utterly unforgivable and you can't see how this is definitely a different man, like a, a more mature grown-up man, I I, I, th- I still I think that's fair to a, to a degree. Um, if you look at... If, if you simply look at Harry and you think, no, he wore a swastika shirt, I don't respect him, I don't know that I can argue against that necessarily, but I think that you should look at who he is now and look at what he's trying to do um he's not the best person in the world or you know all, all that type of stuff but that that was something that he did when he was younger and when he when he was young and stupid so there you go um what else do I want to talk about with this uh I suppose there's the um huh, cause I've spoken a bit about 
bit about Megan. I've spoken a bit about Harry. Um, when do I want to delve into the royal family? <laughs> I suppose I'll do that now. Now that I'm on the on the subject of them. Yeah, I've said on a few podcasts on a few different occasions. I spoke recently on the chat podcast that I did. What was that about a week ago or so? Um, about something I've questioned most of my life, at least you know, once I became aware of like there's this thing called the royal family and there's you know queens and kings and and this type of stuff. I've never in my life understood the purpose or the function of the royal family, and I still don't. And one of the things that I was not expecting to do, but had slight hope to get out of this documentary, was like, okay, is this documentary going to give me any kind of, like, the royal family is useful for this or that? My opinion of them is not only lower than that in terms of, like, their function and their use. I mean, these are people that live ridiculously, incredibly privileged lives. They live in a palace, for Christ's sake. Like... There's different levels to that, you know, you can live in a flat, you can live in a house, you can live in, in, in a caravan, you can live in a mansion. But no, these these people live in a place that's literally called Buckingham Palace. Um, I just, they, they should do more. I, I never, we never really, I mean, you hear from the, what, once every Christmas, the Queen used to make a Christmas speech and, and uh, Charles did it did it this year. Obviously, because, you know, Queen's not around anymore, which makes sense. Um, but I, I've me- I mentioned this, like, a few months ago on the on chat podcast. Like, we always have, especially in the day and age that we live now, there's so many different crisis events and d- just so many different things that go on. You know, COVID and Black Lives Matter stuff, uh, protests and cost of living crisis and the NHS crisis and strikes. And they don't, like say or do anything about any of it um the problem that that connects to with this harry and megan thing is um and then there was one particular point in the documentary that, that really stood out because she unfortunately uh she reveals in this and I, I don't think i knew this before so it was a new piece of information she unfortunately had a miscarriage at some point uh when they were obviously you know harry and megan were trying to start their family peacefully um and she has 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 a miscarriage, which is which is very unfortunate. And it was just royal family chooses not to make a comment. Really, no no comment. There's a difference between like I don't know a grouped like crisis event type thing. Like let's say the cost of living crisis. Like okay, I do kind of still expect royal family to say things about that. But this isn't about something like that. Like this, this was different. This was kind of you know, um, somebody who was in their family, not blood related. But of course, you've got you know, um, it's your, well, Harry's wife. Uh, I think they, yeah, they were married at that point, weren't they? Um, it's like it, it's your what's it, safe son, you know, Harry. Um, his wife like you really have nothing to say about that at all not not even a one line sentence of like we send our deepest deepest condolences to harry and megan for the loss of their child that's all you had to say that's all we had to say like i can't imagine i obviously i don't wish this on any of the women in my family or any of any of my friends that are women um like and i'm not saying i would go on like facebook or twitter and and you know make, make statements and stuff but like um, 
like just saying nothing at all. Um, and they clearly didn't deal with it like privately either, because they, they, they don't really mention that either. Like it sort of seemed like I don't know. The royal family knew it happened, and they just sat in their palace. <laughs> like I just the amount, the amount of privilege that that royal family's got. They do nothing basically with it, and then when something actually happens to a member of their family, because um, whether you want to say blood related or not, Meghan's part of their family, um, and they just make like no comment at all. Like it would not have hurt them; it would not have damaged the royal family um, if it was just, "Hey, our condolences to Harry and Meghan um, on on the loss of their child." A bit like when, for example, um Cristiano Ronaldo when he was playing for Man United his um I can't remember exactly what happened but him him and his partner uh lost a child um might have been about a year or so ago now it was a little while ago and Man United made like a little statement of like you know we, we send our condolences to um Cristiano I can't remember the exact statement but like Cristiano Ronaldo and uh, his partner and you had like you know a few little tweets you know maybe Rashford tweeted a little something and said like you know um, you know, so just you just you just simply say sorry for your loss, don't you? When somebody passes away or or gets lost in a family like that, um, you you at least just say sorry for your loss, like something. Um, but again, that's not something that like shocks me really. I I, I mean the 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 severity of that does, but it's still just wow. You really had nothing to say at all. It's just uh. Yeah, um, and I've heard people. So people have said to me before, like, "Look, Matt, the the royal family doesn't make statements about things." Well, I know that by now, but why? Like, you have so much power and so much privilege and wealth. Do something useful with it. Um, yeah, do do something useful with it. We literally have a situation in the UK called a cost of living crisis, and they're not doing anything about it. So, yeah, that was uh. Just wow, yeah. I can't say shocked because I'm not shocked, but it's still just like, wow, jeez. Hi there. If you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link, which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to koalu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's koalu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to koalu for this affiliate link Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned, and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show, or a film review of your choice. So if you if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show 
or film review so it's one of either of those per month of course if you continue subscribing each month you can pick a tv show then a film the next month and so on and so forth this is a great way to support entertainment talk get your ad free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening back to the show i want to move back onto the subject of megan um who is the biggest victim in this whole thing harry's still a victim here but Megan is the, the bigger victim. Um, she was, you know, the foreigner, the black woman, um, the woman, the, the controversial for some reason, for some reason controversial woman of color, you know, coming over to here to, to, to steal our Prince Harry. That's apparently what she was doing. No, it's not like she naturally fell in love like a human being does, and wanted to spend her life with this guy. No, it was controversial. You know, she was trying to steal him away from the precious royal family, who. Turns out, up to this day and day and date, didn't really have any any respect for Harry in the first place, anyway. Um, or de- definitely don't right now. Um, yeah, unfortunately, you know, uh, racism will continue to be a thing. It shouldn't be. You know, we're in 2023 now. Um, obviously, she's a, a woman as well, so sexism goes along with that. And, you know, you could say to me, hey, Matt, she's probably used to it by now. She's probably used to the sexism and racism. She shouldn't be. No no woman of colour should be used to either of those two things, you know. Um, or any woman or any person of colour, you know. Um, that, that's not like a revelation for me to, to be explaining that. Because some people have said, like, hey, why do you try to speak so much up for, like, racism and sexism? Like, it, it's, it's just the way the world is. Well, it shouldn't the way that the world is i like i refuse to just like roll over and accept like oh yeah racism just is just a part of what we do and it is but it's not something that's okay it's something that's inhumane and horrible and evil and and disgusting um see apart from me for like a bit of my not really my background my experience with the british press british media is because this is not the first time that a person of colour or a black person has been, let's say, poked, prodded, pointed at, and uh, attempted to be connected to, you know, awful groups like ISIS. Jesus Christ, ISIS, why, who wrote that? Um, I've seen this happen to footballers, I've seen this happen to celebrities, I've seen this happen to all sorts of people over the years. Uh, Most notably, this happens to a lot of footballers. Um, there was a player who doesn't play for Man United anymore called Paul Pogba. And the really, like, one of the really sad... I mean, racism as a whole is obviously very sad and horrible and, you know, all those types of things. In this day and age, all a black person has to do is, like, change the hairstyle. And it's like, oh, why, why, why have they changed the hairstyle? It looks, it, look, it looks too exotic. It looks too, like, it's controversial. Just because a black person changed their hair. Now, the, the player I'm referencing, Paul Pogba, who used to play for May United, plays for Juventus. He's a French footballer, incredibly talented player. Um, it's a shame that he doesn't play for my team anymore, but um, he used to change his hair colour a lot. Did it make him a worse person? Did it make him worse at football? Did it mean that he demanded more money? No. He just changed his hair colour because it just did. Um, because people like to change their hair colour and change their hairstyle. Um, and he did it a lot, and it was, it, it is always pointed out, and 
There's even players like, uh, I think it was Saka who plays for Arsenal and some other players. Um, I think there was an example, I think it was an Arsenal player. Um, who, I think they had a bad game or something. This was like a couple of months ago. Um, I think it was like just, just sort of before the World Cup, like a couple of months before the World Cup. And there was a pundit whose name I don't remember because it's been been so long. And they were talking about like this player's leadership skills or something like that. I can't remember which Arsenal player it was, but I think it was an Arsenal player. And like, oh, but he's got this this streak in his hair. It's like, okay, you're you're a football pundit. You're allowed to say like, hey, this player had a good game, bad game. What was his leadership qualities? Did he make enough runs? Did he control the ball well? Uh, what was his rating out of ten? Did he score? Did he did he get sent off? Did he get injured? There's lots of other pl- things you can talk about. When you're analysing a player like that, or analysing a person like that, there's absolutely no reason to bring up the person's hair colour. Um, so I just want to give a bit of an example of like, um, for those of you that don't see, maybe American people, for those of you that don't see British headlines quite so much, and like how, just how Brit- uh, black and people of colour are spoken about, it's like, it's not just rude and like blatantly racist and obviously racial stereotypes and all that type of stuff. It's weird. It's just really weird. Um, I remember, and this documentary covers like the stuff with Megan and like, as I mentioned a minute ago, you know, like, oh, should Harry be marrying this woman? She's an actress. Oh, that's that that's weird. Um, and because for for the targets of Unfortunately for Megan, and it's not her fault, she is who she is, she was born as who she is and all that kind of stuff. Um, when, I'll just keep saying British press, I know I'm going to say that a lot of times. When they want to target people, Megan unfortunately unfortunately ticks a lot of boxes of people that they target. A foreigner, a woman, celebrity, because she was an actress or still is an actress, and, you know, black person, person of colour. Um... And obviously where she, uh, unfortunately, shined a spotlight for them was uh, getting married to one of the royal family. So, um, yeah, it, it was good on the on the other side of things to, like, hear from, like, some of her friends, hear from, like, her mother, who I'd, I'd never seen before. And obviously she's got sort of some of the same life experiences because she's also a woman of colour, black woman. Um, so that was really sad as well. Yeah, it was it was interesting to to hear from obviously you know Megan's mother and and everything. Uh, unfortunately, most of what she had to talk about wasn't anything that was that was nice because this whole situation wasn't nice at all. So, um, yeah, it's just like speaking of the severity of things as well. Um, obviously, she does reveal at a point in this documentary that things had just gotten too much, like completely too much for her. And she had the thought that, like, you know, this would be better if I wasn't here. And, again, going back onto the thing of, like, important viewing. Just, like, when when you see people saying things like, oh, that they, they should be quiet, they should shut up, that, that they're annoying. And, again, if they're not your cup of tea, that's totally fine. But you have to understand, you really have to understand that... See, let, let, let's say from tomorrow, from whatever, you, you didn't hear anything else about Harry and Meghan. That would mean that the British press, British media, tabloids, 
racist, sexist, misogynist, people that had been after these people, these two people, particularly with Megan, that they've won. It, it would mean that they've won. It would mean that they've silenced Harry and Meghan. Um, it, it, it's so interesting as well with, like, you know, the the, the free speech, um, I'll say crowd, of that case. Of, so, because in, in, their, in their eyes, and I wasn't going to touch too much upon, like, the, the Piers Morgan stuff or the, um, what's his name, Jeremy Clarkson thing. The way that people like that would view the situation is like oh I can just say whatever I want about these two people um Piers Morgan literally is known for saying like I, I can say what I like so you can say what you like about them but and they're not they're not even said specific things about Piers and about um obviously the Jeremy Clarkson situation is a lot newer I think that happened after this documentary came out um it's like, okay, so you expect them to sit and not say anything about the awful, vile things that you've said and the way that you've, like, hunted them and, and all this kind of thing? It's amazing with the Pierce situation, though, because it does kind of stem from the fact that he didn't get a second date and years later he still can't get over it. Um, for those of you that don't quite know that story, I'll just very quickly explain. Piers and Megan um, went out for some kind of drinks or some kind of date they then ended their night, um, whether it was a pub, restaurant, or whatever it was. He put her into a taxi which was going somewhere else, and that taxi ended up going to the party or the place or whatever where she met Harry. Um, I mean, does Piers have the right to be, you know, bummed out that he didn't get a second date or that she ended up with somebody else? Sure, bummed out, you know, a bit like, ah. You know, I, I I didn't get the girl kind of thing. Um, I mean, that's that's a that's a that's a normal human thing to to experience. Is like, oh, you know, I really like that person, and either they ended up with somebody else, or they, 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 they you you weren't quite their cup of tea, or it just, it just didn't work out for whatever reason. That's okay. That's normal. What's not normal is to do every every single thing that Piers has done since then, and it's also not normal for you know um, people like. Um, Jeremy Clarkson to think it's okay and normal to say that she should be paraded through the streets in the way that a certain Game of Thrones character was. No, that's not normal or acceptable or okay or decent or anything. It's horrible, it's inhumane, it's disgusting and it's vile and it's evil. Um it, it's it's amazing that the things that like the free speech crowd come out with and like they put out a statement and expect to not have any any uh knockbacks, let's say. I could not imagine saying the types of things that those people say and thinking that like it's normal or okay. You know, it just it, it just doesn't work. Um, but then obviously the British press and British media took just not only took it a step further, but just didn't stop and just refused to to stop and still won't stop. Um, just hunting Meghan, and they also showed in the documentary as well. Of like when they tried to when they tried to move to America and live peacefully and try to start a family and have kids and that, that there was paparazzi that like were trying to find out where they lived and trying to, you know, take photos from that. There, there was a bit where it's like a river or something near the house that they were at, and there was clearly paparazzi like on the boats trying to zoom cameras in and take photos so that they could sell. Because basically, what all they're simply trying to do is like, okay, let's try and just snap at least just one photo of Harry or of Meghan, or you know, if you get them both in the picture, it's a bonus. And then we will come up with and twist a headline, 
because all you really need these days is a headline it's cool clickbait it's how that works to come up with like okay let's look at this picture let's take for them it probably takes five minutes or something and think okay what negative nasty thing can we say about these two people and for people not quite familiar with how all that works over here maybe you're in america or somebody else somewhere else sorry um it's somehow allowed these things these these headlines these pictures these invasive pictures get published and a a popula- population of the british uh um of british people think that it's just it's just a normal way to operate but it's but it's not um and that gets touched upon quite a lot and that gets quite extreme in this documentary as well and Again, I didn't. Uh, the severity of it kind of shocked me a bit, but again, the the, the action didn't surprise me. Um, I think what I've taken away from this documentary really is that some of the severity and the extremes surprised me slightly, but the action that was taken didn't. Because um, they'll they'll just they, these people just post whatever they want. That British press, British media, tabloids will just post whatever they want, and. You will have the most basic looking photo of Megan like in an outfit walking down the street. And they will come up with things to say about her and to say about or, or a picture of Harry or whoever. Um, and they will make up things to say about about these people to the point that they got to the point that they were trying to connect. I, I, I don't know if I'll get get over that. They were trying to connect ISIS to this woman. Like, the understanding of that is just, it's just mind-boggling to me. Um, yeah, it's like, see, my, my brain understands their willingness to do that, but my brain does not understand the want to do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I understand, I understand kind of the function, let's say, of racism, or, or something like that. But not the mindset to want to do it. Like if someone's been racist to somebody for example. Or, or you know, to, to Megan in this case. I understand the. Again not accept. But I understand like. Why they've done it. But not the. Um. You know, reason or whatever. So I, I think I'm at a point with that. Um, but uh, wow. But it, it's just the fact that like you drove this woman to suicide, and you kept poking and you kept prodding and you didn't let go and you just kept going on and on and on. Um, and the, the the problem Harry and Meghan have got is even if they choose from now on, from today onwards, to never speak about it again, the press will still like still chase both of them. Um, it it will still happen. There'll be other people that still go after, but it'll be those two that it happens to. Um, the problem I suppose that Meghan walked into, which isn't a problem per se, but um, technically in a way made the situation worse, is she got into this situation. Not only with somebody that was popular, but the royal family and how the royal family is tied into the British media and press and and, and like the tabloids and how things get spun and all that kind of stuff. So 
But the, the way I look at the situation is you've got two human people that met, that were young and in love, still are young and in love. And all they wanted to do was live in a certain amount of peace, you know, live in peace. Um, try to live with the royal family, try to work with the royal family. There are there are parts where they show them like with the royal family, but and that was what they wanted to do. She um you know, met this prince who um was in the royal family and she wanted to work her way into things and she wasn't accepted. And I I suppose it's a general question to like to, to those people that think that Megan's made the wrong choices at this point, which I don't think that she has, what did you expect her to do? What in your rule book was she supposed to do about this? The same question could be applied to Harry as well. Of like, if if you as a person disagree or don't understand or whatever the decisions these two people have made, what did you expect them or want to do? What what to you is the like? No, you shouldn't have done this. You should have done this instead. What is that other thing? Because I don't know what it was. I I, I don't have the answer for that. Because I don't I don't think there is a better answer for that. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, six episodes on Netflix. I, uh, again, me, me saying I, like, enjoyed this or whatever is not the right way to put it. I found it insightful and interesting and important and useful in terms of information and whatnot. Um, yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's a sad situation and I, I, I wish the best for them. Um, you know, and sure. They're going to make mistakes at certain points. They're going to maybe say the rod wrong, the rod, the wrong odd thing here and there. They're humans. Um, you know, we we all make mistakes. And I spoke earlier about one of Harry's mistakes, which was the uh, swastika shirt. But he's gone over that, and you can't hold that over him for the rest of his life. Um, you know, so there you go. Um, but I do more feel sorry for Megan in this. I feel sorry for both of them because this this whole thing should not have happened. But it all it all started, it all started because a woman of color, a black woman who was a foreigner, who was an actress, was like this oddity to the country, to to the royal family, to the British media, British press, and tabloids. Went into Harry's life and just wanted to live a happy life with him. But they did not accept her. And this is how it turned out. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't really have plans on, like... I, I might watch the odd other thing that they, they talk about or do. I don't really have plans, per se, of, like, reviewing or talking about... Because this, like this was, like, a bigger chunk of episodes as well. Um, cause like I said, I didn't watch the Oprah thing. Um, and I didn't watch the, the, the ITV thing he did the other day. Things like a couple of days ago. Um... And those are like singular episodes, so I'm not I'm not going to do podcasts on like singular episodes. I think I've pretty much here given my my stance and my thoughts on on the situation. Um, but yeah, just just keep in mind that you know if you read a headline from British media and it seems like something that's extreme, or it seems like something that's a lie to get you to believe something, it is probably because it is. It is probably because it is. Um, just another other bit of insight I want to give other people as well is like, 
if you're watching, let's say, let's say a TV presenter, it doesn't have to be a football commentator like I mentioned earlier, but like a TV presenter, if it feels like they're making odd comments or comments that are like not appropriate to the situation, like talking about a black player's hair colour while trying to analyse the performance, if it seems odd or like it's probably a racial stereotype, it probably because it is. Might not be every single time. Again, it depends on context or, you know, if they're, if they're talking about a fashion show or, or, or something like that where, yes, a, a, play, a, a person's changed their hair colour, then yes, if it's like a dress sense thing, if it's based on, like, fashion or something, then okay, maybe it's it, it makes more sense. But if you ever see any TV presenters, commentators, just general, like, punditry area of things, and somebody's talking, somebody who is white is talking, because it doesn't doesn't have to be a man either, it could be a woman talking, um, talking about a foreign, it doesn't even have to be foreign, it could be a British black person, like a, you know, Saka who's English, or Sancho, or Rashford, or whoever, and it feels like the way that they're talking about them is odd, and they're attempting to be racist to that person, but but not by directly saying, he is black so and so, probably is because they're trying to use racial stereotypes it probably is so i've always got that in mind as well um or the way somebody talks about how a black person like talks or the way that they pronounce something or their name things like that um you might be curious about like you know this person's got a bit of a different sounding name how come you know what's their background on that that's fine if you want to like just have a general question about it, but, um, no, there's, there's, uh, there's sneaky ways that people try to be racist, and it's usually using racial stereotypes, um, this is coming from a white man, by the way, (laughs) uh, yeah, I, I, I know what I see when I see it, most of the time, you know, I, I try to educate myself on these things, not because I feel like I have to, but because I want to, because I think it's important, um, because it's not just about our entertainment and our TV and our films. It's about people's lives, how people are talked about, how people are treated. Um, so yeah. Anyway, that's all of that. Um, some of those bits of commentary I've just made just then does feed a little bit into that bigger episode I was going to do. Uh, well, still I'm going to do. I'm just taking a long time to do it, which is where I'm going to be talking about, like, the state of the world and digging into these kinds of things, these kinds of topics. So... That's maybe a little bit of what you can expect from that. Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, that's it for that. Wishing the best for Harry and Meghan. And obviously they're... Well, one of, one of their families. Because... <laughs> uh, tell you what, I couldn't give a shit about the royal family anymore. Really couldn't. Really couldn't. Um, yeah, not the kids. The kids are the ones growing up. Gosh, imagine in 10, 20 years what they're going to be... Who they're going to be marrying. Or whatever. Um... Yeah. What is what is the point of that royal family? Somebody tell me. If 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 you know a reason or an explanation, please do tell me. But I am almost twenty nine years old, and I've had that mind question my entire life, and it's still not been answered for me. So, if you got any insight, I'm all ears. Just yeah, keep it in mind. Whenever any of these sorts of topics or discussions or whatever come about, I am always willing to listen. Always willing to listen. Doesn't mean I'll agree or disagree. I'm always willing to listen.
Anyway, thanks very much for listening. Uh, you can uh, reply with this, uh, anything, any commentary you want to make or, or whatever about Harry and Meghan, the situation there. Uh, did you watch the documentary? Did you watch the other bits and pieces and stuff? I know he's doing a book and whatever. Um, but no, they shouldn't shut up. They shouldn't stay silent. They should keep going, I think. So, yeah. It, it, it It's hilarious how, like, because of the way Harry and Meghan have been talking about, or a little bit more so recently, Harry, how he's been talking about the royal family. It's like, oh, you should stop damaging the royal family. Really? Is that is that what you think is, like, that they're damaging the royal family? No, the royal family damaged the, the two of those. It, it, it It's the other way around. Um, anyway, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter e Talk UK is the contact page, information in your show notes, email box on the website version of the episode, and a clickable email name in your show notes as well. Uh, EntertainmentTalk.org, podcast platforms, Entertainment Talk, TV, games, films, main night podcasts, uh, get involved with all that what we do. We're slowly making a big comeback. Uh, Last of Us preview podcast is going to go out Wednesday. We're going to be recording that on Wednesday and doing it then. Uh, if you're curious about the intro to that podcast, I um, recorded today. A, a brand new intro for it. It took me a while to edit it, so uh, please go and check that out at least. If you're not going to check out the podcast, at least check out the intro because that's kind of cool. So uh, that's out there and available to listen to. United Cast returns this Saturday. Manchester Derby, big, big game. Looking forward to it. And then the weekend after that, which is the 22nd, is when we're planning on bringing Gaming Talk back. And then there's going to be reviews following from that, such as this review and other podcasts. Don't forget also Wednesdays, there's two episodes left or the month of positive creators and classic reviews we've had two of those episodes each uh, those are for noisy butters or hannah uh chris carr and in the um classic reviews so far is for the incredibles and for dinosaur but look out wednesdays for those uh, podcasts drop in as well thanks for listening um oh no other stuff uh of course, yeah, entertainmenttalk.org, podcast platforms, entertainment talk, TV, games, films, main night podcast. Take a look at all of what we do there. Uh, for all that, um, tell people that you know, either by just telling them or using social media uh, or whatever you want to do with that. Uh, Patreon, $5, $10 level tiers for the free podcast review options. Have a look out for that as well if you'd like to. TV and film news, Geek Town Radio, geektown.co.uk. Uh, for all that good stuff over there, Geek Town Awards. Um, it's going to be getting a podcast for that this week as well, so look out for that. Uh, Renault's cancellations, pickups, air dates, all that sort of stuff. Uh, Bex over on Twitch, Trista BYTES for classic retro and chat game streams. Uh, me, Twitch, eTalk UK, and YouTube Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>